Welcome to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, strategy consultant and your guide to making confident decisions. This podcast allows you to accelerate your personal and professional development while growing a profitable online business. Let's dive in because your next level of success is within reach once you decide to dream loudly. Super excited to have Miss Stephanie Graham on the show today. She is a photographer and a filmmaker and has had some really awesome accolades and kind of her experience and what she brings to the table. But I'm just excited to have you on the show. So welcome. Yay. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Kristen. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So before we dive into like what you do and what got you started on that journey, I believe it's important for us to bring all of who we are to the surface. So when you're not in the photography and film and television kind of space, what is it that you're really passionate about um, that we probably don't see like when we click on your website or that kind of thing? I was going to say that I'm like really passionate about Real Housewives. I've just been really into them as of late, especially with like the last city Beverly Hills and so but maybe you could see me talking about that Instagram stories but outside of that (laughs) I am really into um everyone having access to the same things so I you know have this project where it I'm in Chicago and like on the south side you know where I used to live in Chicago I used to live downtown and one One of the best things about living downtown is that I had access to everything. I can just step outside and I can be at the lounge. I can go to the grocery store anywhere. And, you know, I would be out kicking it with my friends and it could be like two, three in the morning and I just walk home, you know, and it's like, I'm done, had a great night and I could just walk home. And I really just feel like everybody, no matter where you live, um, no matter what your income is, um, your race, gender, any of that, I feel like everybody should be able to basically stumble home from a fly party, from a dope party. <laughs> and that's just not accessible everywhere. You know, like people just don't have like um, access to entertainment or access to venues, um, aren't in safe spaces. And so not everybody can just stumble home to their apartment and go to bed, you know? And so I really feel that we all should be able to have this, same access to relaxation and joy. And that's something that um, I really noticed that over the years, um, I'm really, really passionate about as I talk and think about like uh, parties and socializing and like kicking it and having fun. That kind of thing is just really important to me. And I just want to be able to do that safely wherever I am. Um, And I think everybody else should be able to do that as well. There's so many layers to unpack in that and I think even as you were ending ending that part you were just saying like for everyone to have fun and I feel like regardless of your ace your gender like whatever box you do or don't check sometimes we're scared to have fun like oh am I too old and I mean I think I was like in my late 20s thinking I'm too old to have fun with this (laughs) type of thing um in certain situations and then there's also things of like it is too far like there's no more public transportation after a certain point in time or it costs too much for me to have access for the entry fee and the food and like how to get home afterwards and and, you know some type of ride share and so just 
all of these different elements of am I safe and able, and able to go out and have fun because of my gender? Is it in a neighborhood where my race is not going to be questioned? Do I have the economic status where I can afford the prices of existing, honestly, even when you're not trying to have fun, it's just yes. expensive. <laughs> and so just so many things to think about, but I love that you're like, that's what I want for people. I want to watch Real Housewives, but then I also want to make sure that people have the opportunity to get close to having the fun that they have on that show, you know, just, just as much. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, which is, I mean, it's such a powerful way to start off the show. So I'm just excited for where this next few minutes is going to go as we are recording. But like, what got you started to say, I'm going to create success on my own terms and I'm going to go out and just like be an artist and help other people in this, you know, kind of express themselves. I really love art and my medium is photography and filmmaking. I am not the best at drawing. Um, I wish I was, but I'm not. Um, so visual mediums like that are really my strong suit. And, you know, it really, I, I got started with it in church. There was a girl like in my like CCD class or whatever, you know, like the church classes, there was a girl who was taking a photography class and I needed an art elective. And I was like, so scared. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't draw. And she's taking this photography class. And I'm like, oh my God, I could do photography. I'm going to do photography. And then I just started to do photography as my elective, really enjoyed it, kept doing it. Uh, my father is really big into movies. I loved how glamorous um, the film world looked on TV with all the sequins and all the gowns and all the beauty. I'm like, this is what I want to do. I love to be in glamour. I'm a Libra. So like, we just love beautiful things. And so I really just wanted to be a part of that. And so I just pursued it. And, you know, it wasn't until... You know, I would still like dabble in photography, take um on clients and whatnot. But then when I was like, you know what, let me just really pursue art um, in the gallery system, museum system, uh, the fine art world was when I took a class, man, maybe like 2010. I don't really know the time, but it was basically a workshop for professional artists. And in this class, um, it was a like maybe like 20 artists that they were exhibiting all over the world. And it was more so like a professional development about how to run an art business. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually can do this. Look at all these people that are doing their artwork. They worked all across different mediums and they're taking this seriously. And I'm going to take this seriously too. And especially because I was able to be around other artists that were actually having running their businesses successfully they're either teaching they're showing their work you know um in gallery systems or just even on the public street you know I was really inspired by that and really wanted to be a part of that and being around people that were already doing that made me realize like oh no this could just be what you do all the time and I think that's one of those things that it, it speaks to the environment that you're in because it's one thing to have a dream or to have an interest or a passion. But if you don't feel like it's a possibility because you're not seeing anyone else doing it or you're not seeing them do it successfully, 
then you start to wonder if it's possible for you. And so like major blessing that you're like, Hey, I see all these people right around me that have found success that are making it happen, that their businesses are thriving, that you're like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's try that, you know, yeah. along, along the way. And so you've expanded, you've had the opportunity to work on like major television shows um, as well. But then you also started your own podcast. So I'm curious to what made you say, let's do that. You know what? I think I have to back up for a second. So yeah. when I was studying, I, I studied um, film in college, right? I studied and I minored in photography because all through high school, I was doing photography classes. They had like maybe some film theory classes, but then I decided, okay, I'm going to go to art school and pursue film. Through somehow, I'm naturally resourceful. I don't know how I came upon this one, but there is a, um, for anybody that is listening, that is an artist, uh, Allison Stanfield, and she still coaches to this day. She, I, I, I stumbled upon her somehow and she had these tips for artists. And one of the things she said was join local communities for artists, like join, you know, local organizations. Um, and so that's what I did. I looked for, you know, trade organizations around photography and film. And I, I found the American Society of Media Photographers. There was the um, American Photographic Association. There were just like local film groups, like filmmakers groups. And I joined that and through the Chicago Artist Coalition, which was one of the trade organizations that I found, they had the professional development class. So I think just being naturally curious and resourceful brought me to that. So I thought that that was important to note that, um, you know, I just didn't like stumble upon like this room of um, artists. Yes. that were doing You sought them out. Yes. Yeah. But just through like research and then, you know, getting on these different trade organizations, email list, and then, you know, they had this professional development workshop. And so, you know, just started to participate in things like that. Um, I am really interested in people. I love just knowing, uh, similar to you, you know, just talking to people, learning what they're interested in, how they're able to do what they do, who they're dating, you know, who they broke up with, what do they cook for dinner, everything. I just love to know that about people. And I really use people's stories in the work that I make. It's, you know, I could pull ideas from stories that people are telling me and maybe mix it in with relatable experiences for myself. And so, you know, we all have businesses here and I'm just trying to think like, well, how am I going to market all this, you know? And so <laughs> that's where the podcast really came up. My podcast, Nosy AF, um, because I tried a YouTube channel that just seemed like, even though I'm a filmmaker, it seemed like so much, you know, just to be carrying <laughs> this camera around all the time and like, you know, you can do the talking head stuff, but you know, why? Because then you have to get yourself dressed and makeup and all this. And so I'm like, you know what? I really do want to have some type of way to um, center all of the things that I'm interested in talking about or all the themes that I'm interested in through the people. And how can I do that? And so that's how I thought of podcasting because it's like, these are conversations I'm having with people anyway, just curious about, about them. And so let me record this and then put it out there and 
that's how the podcast came. And I feel like it's been good and I'm still learning. I don't have as many episodes as you, which is so wild that you have like over a hundred episodes at this point for sure. Um, that you have that many because I think podcasting is so tricky, but I feel I'm always, it's, it's a new process for me in learning, um, audio. So I like that the new learning piece, pick the podcast because it's a new way for me to learn. These are conversations that I'm having anyway with people. And it, it could be a marketing tool, but also become like an archive of conversations that, um, do help me influence the artwork that I make. I love that. And I think it, it almost makes sense. Like as I have gotten to like know you through your website and just like your other work, it makes sense that you're like, okay, I I've studied film, I've studied photography, but like you're still capturing stories. And so now your podcast is a way for you to, and I love that you're like to archive it. <laughs> like now you're building this, this lift, you know, this auditory archive of here's these stories that I've heard um, but something that I've kind of realized is you have this central, centralized theme of like what I interpreted as like cultures, like mm-hmm, just different mm-hmm. people, their stories, who they are, not just because of a particular, again, like boxy check or group they may identify with, but like all of the cultures that kind of blend together um, as well. So I could be completely wrong in, in that assumption of what I've gathered, but I think it makes sense and in every single art form that you have picked up you're just like how can I tell this story this age old of like a picture's worth a thousand words so you you're a photographer so you've written books upon books upon books of other people's stories as well as your your own story that you're kind of sharing in, in the work that you do so one I think it's really cool but I I love that that's your like and then I pick podcasting I agree YouTube is a lot of work so just hard no thanks um I know other people love it but I'm like man I was planning a YouTube channel for three months and I was like I'm planning it and I'm stalling because it's not for me let's just stick to podcasting (laughs) yeah and then you know the thing that's crazy about podcasting then they're starting to put their videos up yeah, no, thank you. Like I was on a podcast and the and the girl's like, you sure you want to show up like that? You know, we got video. I was like, what? And then I had to go like and put makeup on and stuff. And I'm just like, I like the YouTube channels. I love people that have YouTube channels, but, and you know, I have my projects on YouTube, but then this might sound like really vain, but then I would get like embarrassed by like low views and all this stuff. And I even had like a meeting um, with this one producer about one of my projects and like how many views does it have and I'm like wow here's some YouTube experts saying views doesn't matter and here's somebody else saying they do you know like to Mm -hmm. hire me it's like it does matter so I'm just like you know what nah that's another like I feel like it's a hack because nobody knows how many views you have or listens or whatever they can only really go by you I guess you could show them like screenshots of charts or whatever but you know, podcast could just be its own thing and it can take all that out of it. You know, I, the numbery thing is very like overwhelming and I don't understand it somehow. How there's an artist that I can think about right now. I won't put them on blast, but, but you know, they'll have all this great content and then you look and it's like four likes. And I'm like, how is that possible? They know so many people, so many things. I do not get that, you know? So I'm just like, you know what? With podcasting, you could just pay attention to what your subject is 
And all you have to worry about is your subject or you talking. And as long as you have good audio, you, you are ready to roll. Okay. Yeah. That's it. We and don't worry that, about all this extra stuff. No, you're, you're <laughs> so right. And I think the hack really behind it is when you get so harped on the views and this isn't just YouTube, this is like any outlet that's out there. So all the social media podcasting website, but when you're yeah. so fixated on the clicks, the likes, the shares, all those different things, you actually kill your own joy behind it and then that energy lands on camera or in the recording um as well and people are like okay is she doing this because she wants to share or is she doing this because she's trying to get me to share it with somebody else is she doing it just because (laughs) she wants to get the like or the comments or the views and that kind of thing and like that picks up after a while and so I mean one of the reasons I love podcasting for me is like, I like listening and I like yeah. talking like, and so those are two things where like, I, I don't have a problem showing up on, on camera or being on stage, but I just don't want to take the time to put on makeup. And I know people are judging me on whether I put on makeup or not. So I'm like, I'm just going to eliminate you from that category, you know, as yeah. well. If that's what matters most to you is if I put on a sweatshirt and leggings or a full on suit depending depending on the day um yeah as well and I don't want people to be judged on that either so even when people are a guest on my podcast it's like here's what you need here's your agreement and also like we will be on zoom but we will not be using video the videos for the social cues and like those kind of things as we record but no no one's gonna see it like not even the podcast editor is going is going to see the video they only get the audio download the truth behind that is because a lot of times we're like, oh, well, I have to do X because, you know, person A told me. And it's like, no, like do the thing that lights you up. Do the thing that excites you in the way that you're excited to do it consistently. But it's just making sure that you know what excites you so that you're excited to show up. You're excited to promote it, to tell people to click on it and all those kind of things that go with it too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's important to have, yeah, something. <laughs> something, right? You choose what it is, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. So what are some rules for success that you share with your clients or various team members as you're working with them to make sure that you're helping them to create their own success? You know, so I do, I love, love, love in my art practice to do collaborations. And, you know, the thing that I want to like one of the my biggest things is loyalty like I'm like listen you and I are in this together you know we move together if you don't like it I don't like it and I expect if I don't like it you don't like it you know like we can obviously like uh, you know have conversations and agree you know to become on one accord basically like get on one accord but I really want working with each other to be like we are friends you know making a student film you know when we were when I was an undergrad you know we had to do these student film projects and people would just show up for each other and just help each other out and you know you would just sort of go with the flow of what the director wanted but then also you can share your opinion too and everybody really just wanted everyone's project to be successful and so I I feel like whether it's somebody that has commissioned me for, you know, an editorial job or to advertise or even just like, hey, let's do this project and submit it 
for a grant, whatever. Um, I think that it's really, really important that we vibe together and that we act like we're like best friends and best friends, you know, real best friends. They can say, Hey, I don't like that. Hey, I love this. And then we just hold hands and like skip off, you know, like those are, are, that's like really important to me. And my other rule of success is to really just always be around people that are wanting more for themselves not like on the hustle culture where it's like dang is it ever going to be enough like you know like (laughs) we're just like going crazy for like so much but just people that are always um looking to improve that's really really important you know like so even when I I spoke about that professional development class like a lot of those artists you know they, they had showed all over the world you know they had all these grants and all of these accolades that they had that were just so wonderful, but yet they were still showing up to hear another artist uh, give advice, their own perspective of how they um, of how they got to where they are, you know, like sharing their own ideas. And then everybody's going around the table and sort of exchanging tips. That's really nice, you know? So I feel like it, maybe it's that phrase of like, always be a student, you know, like no matter what, like you can always learn from someone you don't need to shake off anybody you can always learn from everyone listen even if you're at the club okay and there's that person that has you uh pinned at the corner of the bar and they're trying to ask you all these questions you know start asking them questions about their life or just be like okay you want to take me home well what's your what's your version of success and just sort of ask them like and see what they say and it's like okay maybe that's something you could take from it you could just be like wow that what a wild experience but I feel like yeah knowing that you can always learn something from everyone, uh, being around people that are always wanting to improve themselves. And um, I think that those are, you know, and then being best friends with your collaborators, you know, just even if it's just for that short period of time, you know, after the project's done, yeah, I don't have to talk anymore, whatever, or you can still, or maybe not talk as much, but that's what I think is um, really important. Yeah, I think- those are two huge points is because one like it's no fun if you're not collaborating like just just get in there and do it with someone someone else but I think it's that same thing of like you're gonna have that motivation you're gonna be able to like build momentum when you're doing it in tandem with other people and like as you're watching them succeed they're able to help you you know achieve your goals each step of the way and so definitely collaborating but I love what you were saying about always keeping that like learning mindset is because the best leader, the best teacher, the best anything really in terms of quote unquote on top is someone who's willing to also learn from the people around them. Um, And to say, how else can I think about, how can I shift my own perspective? How can I do that a different way, um, a more strategic way, a simpler way? Like what are the other options Um, each step of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And so I love that you're bringing that up because I think at once you think you've arrived, once you think you don't need anyone else to train you or teach you, like that is the beginning of your failure. And so just keeping that open mind of like, well, what else can I learn or how else can I change it and do differently? Um, That curiosity really is like that, that secret piece of like, okay, what's next? How else can you do it? And I love that you said like that in this hustle way, but just of a natural state of being of like, just, just curious and open and choosing to learn each step. Yeah. You know, one 
of my uh, film teachers, Ron Pitts, may he rest in peace. He always uh, would say to me, I'm going to show you my way and then you'll figure out your way. You know, based off of what I showed you, you're going to start to do it exactly how he taught me to do it. Like in this case, say edit like a film. He'll show me how he edits. But then as I start to edit his style, I'll figure out my own little ways, you know, and then it'll become my own style. And then, you know, you pass it on. I think that that's um, important, you know. And that's what true mentorship is I I'm so over the cookie cutter do as I say I'm yeah. the only one like I had success this way so you must do it my way but your professor was super wise in how he said that of like start out this way but as you're doing it through the repetition through the practice through actually taking action you're going to figure out what works best for who you are for for your style for the creative vision that you have or that project super wise and applies not just to film, but literally to like every aspect of life and business um, is like, yeah, there's one way to market. Um, and I know that that worked for person, you know, those four people over there, but it might not work for you. And so try something and then figure out how to tweak it to make it work and apply it to what you're doing each step. I love that. Love that. So good. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny because I feel like even with my photography, I still get photo tips, even just from like influencers, right? Because they've, I'll have like this whole way of setting something up and they're like, or you can get this camera and the, you know, the camera screen flips up and now you can film yourself. And it's like, what? Like, where'd you get that little camera from? Like, where's that from? You know, like all of these, um, different things like that. I just, I just love it. It's really cool to be able to see, um, how people do pretty much the same things that you do and just in different ways, you know, it's even fun, just like on the podcast, you know, um, I'm sure you've like noticed like on, you know, guesting other podcasts and whatnot, like how they have their onboarding for clients or for guests and stuff. It's always so different. It's always so cool to see like, Oh, dang, I need to do that, you know? And you can always just pick up little things from people. Yeah, absolutely. I think, again, regardless of what you're doing, to pay attention to how someone else is doing it, just because there might be something you can learn. There might be a system that you get to apply. There might be this one little tweak that makes it so easy. I had a client um, a few months back now, uh, but literally they were like, your, your podcast is so great. Like how, where do you get your questions from? And I literally was like, I use the same four questions for everyone. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not possible. And I'm like, no offense because yes, everyone deserves to be customized. And yes, I absolutely do research on my guests before bringing them on. But like, I don't have time to write questions for every single person. <laughs> like here's this unique question um, that I created just for you, like, no, how can I work with your story and make sure that we cover what we need to? And I heavily vet people before I say yes to them ever being on that show um, as well. But it was just one of those things that I was like, you, I'm, I'm so glad that you think so highly of me, but also like, I don't, I don't have that kind of time um, <laughs> to, right, right. <laughs> to really go through and customize these questions as well. I was like, I'll ask it a different way based on how our conversation's going, based on what I do know of their story. You know, most of my guests I've known probably longer than I've been an entrepreneur that I can pick things or I follow them on social media. And I'm like, oh, make sure you mention that when we record. But um, I was like, I'm, I'm so flattered, but also 
it's the same four questions. And so then I turned around and we developed, she went with seven questions, but she's more extra than I am, but good for her. Um, <laughs> yeah, good for her. <laughs> it was like seven questions that if you're truly bringing on aligned guests, it will work for all of your guests um, mm. as well so that she can have that format. And I'm like, yes, prep, but like not for a week, for like an hour at most, you know, in terms of be, being ready, you know, for that. But um, it's just one of those things of like, how can we collaborate? How can we learn? But also what is someone else doing that is doing something similar to me that I can learn and tweak and update or, or revise the things that I'm doing as well? Yeah, that's really cool. Like now you have me thinking like, dang, what are four to seven questions I can think to ask each and every person, you know, like, see, I just learned something right there. There you go. Happy to share. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, awesome. I mean, I feel like this is so many nuggets of wisdom, but I feel like I know, well, I know you can definitely keep going and sharing more. So if you want to throw out one more rule for success, um, that, that you'd love people to kind of hear and, and remember you by as well after listening to this? You know, it's really interesting, I feel, as I get older and just making work that how important um, joy and partying and partying is like a part of my practice and how important it is. Um, and I feel like I really just want people to um, really make sure that you're having fun. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to get your freaking dress on and, you know, head out to the club and get cornered by somebody trying to take you home or whatever. But like whatever fun is for you, um, being I enjoy being social. I love hearing people's stories, but I wonder what that one social thing is for you. You know, um, maybe it is just going to the coffee shop and, you know, seeing the same people and then you like chill and read your book and then head on out and wait until next time. But I really think that finding fun in your life, like whatever that party is for you is, um, is just really important. I don't even really know if that's a message in this. And actually, as I'm thinking this, you're like, you have me thinking like, man, we, me and Kristen have to like figure out like a way to collaborate. How can I collaborate with coaches? Cause I feel like, I really just feel like passionate about people just being able to have a good time and party because I feel like it really makes um, the day go by, you know, and really makes for an enjoyable time. Even if you're just cutting up at work, you know, with your coworkers, you know, like sending them a meme and talking about at the copy machine about it like what fun can you bring into your life I love that and yeah I think that's something that especially like we think I'm a business owner I must be serious and even the most fun people they still have that moment of you know I need a structure I need a strategy and be like harp on all these rules that we need to have and like why not have a rule that's about having fun and enjoying the work that you're doing. And I think every introvert, like as I was listening to you, was like, you want me to talk to people? Um, you know, kind of as as you do that. And I, I'll say from an introvert perspective, like I love watching the worst reality TV shows, all of them. Um, yeah. But for me, like having conversations with people about that show 
And if they're like, oh, I haven't seen that one, what is it about? And I'm like, let me show you a clip on YouTube. Or like, and they're like, oh my goodness, like I have to watch that. Like I need to watch this, this whole series, not just the one, you know, one episode or whatever that might be. But I think it's just like, find that way to connect with people to unpack their story. But like, you should be excited about what it is. And even as an entrepreneur, regardless of what industry you work in, um, if you are in early stages as a freelancer or you are like an established millionaire in the work yes. that you're doing of saying like, this is how I have fun. And I'm going to call out the people listening. They're like, I have fun by serving my clients. Like, I know me too, but what? that's not my point here. <laughs> is that somebody's real that. answer? Do people really say that? Oh, like I, I have fun helping people. I'm like, I do too, but like, yeah, That's like not what this means. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna call those folks out of like, you know, really as you look at a year ahead of you, or even six months ahead of you, like how can you carve out an hour of fun every week in your business, yeah. not just in your life, because yes, that should be a foundation. I hope I'm not the first person to tell you that, but how can you carve out fun in your business that you're like loving it laughing just having a good a good time you know in the height of the pandemic people were doing co-working sessions and it was legit just like let's just chill I don't mean the mastermind stuff I don't mean the coaching calls it was just like let's just come together and laugh about how ridiculous working from home is and we all enjoyed it and not that it has yeah. to stay that way it can evolve over time but are you building in that hour of fun it's just like laugh it off and shake it up and enjoy again going back to like why you started your business because you actually thought it was fun before the spreadsheets before the marketing funnels and before all those other things you're like let's have fun and so here's your reminder from Stephanie of like yes no but go do it <laughs> don't just talk about yeah. it go do it and you know what I'm an introvert too honestly I'm an introvert too I you know after this after we're done talking, I'll probably have to go and be quiet. You know, I don't like folks doing the most, you know, I am definitely an introvert and I need to retreat. And so with that, I would even think like, all right, say to somebody's like, well, my fun is Dungeons and Dragons. My fun is playing chess. Ask people on your email, like, hey, who here? Hey, out of the curiosity, does anybody here like Dungeons and Dragons? Like, what's up? Y'all want to play like on Friday at two? Like, you know, you could just like, anything you know and that could be fun you know it could be those co-working sessions I love those you know I had I've made a really good friend off of us you know we would after we were done with working we would go to a coffee shop and we would just work and we would be quiet you know we would just work and sometimes talk like hey what do you think about this or I have a question about that so much to the point that we had another co-working session and a girl came was talking the whole time we were looking at each other like what is wrong with her <laughs> this is time we are working she thinks this is brunch you know and so I just feel like yeah in your hour whatever it is like there's nothing that like whatever you find fun it's not not cool you know I think that's important too to think like oh nobody's gonna like this like you will be surprised, you know, and especially as like just there's as adults. There's a lot adults, of nerds out there. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of including nerds myself. Out there. Like I'm not making fun of anyone, but like including there's a me lot too. Of nerds. Oh, me too. And I'd love to ask people like, oh, what do you like? If people say, 
oh, I like cooking. Oh, what's your favorite spice? And just like watch them turn on and they'll just go, go, go. And I feel like, you know, people like to have things to be a part of and attend. And so I think that I'm not really sure you'd have to talk to Kristen about how to get your confidence up to like ask, but, you know, just be, um, you know, just being bold and just knowing that like nothing is too silly, you know, maybe somebody wants to learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons. You know, this is a call out. I've been curious how that game works myself. So anything, you know, nothing is too lame, I guess, is what I want to say, because people might think like, oh, they have to host some dancing hour or something like that. That's just way too overwhelming and not all that serious you know so I just want people to really just know that they're cool <laughs> I mean book clubs are all the rage right now so if yep. book clubs can be cool whatever it is you're thinking there's a podcast club cool. yeah I subscribe to a girl who always is giving out uh podcast recommendations and then you go talk to her about them on Saturday and they they're on zoom now they used to actually be in chicago and you would meet up but it's like hey if you don't want to talk you can at least talk about this shared you know like these shared episodes so yeah yeah there's something there's something for everyone and for all Mm -hmm. of the interests that are out there so so many good things and i love that we're ending it on that note of fun so we started with fun we're ending with fun um and so (laughs) in case anyone's wondering what stephanie's about it's it's fun uh as well but thank you so many wise things that you were able to share that you've learned in your own journey and so i really appreciate you taking the time to to deliver that for the audience for them to hear but what is that one thing that when people come across your name like what is that legacy that you were trying to create with the work that you do You know, I think the one thing that I really want people to take away from is that we truly all deserve the same thing. We truly all deserve access to the same things, you know, whether that be, you know, fresh food, whether that be, listen, the club, you're like, what is up with this lady in the club? Um, (laughs) Whether that's like, you know, entertainment venues, um, grocery stores with fresh food, uh, you know, the mechanic, we all just deserve to have access to the same thing. And that's what I want my legacy to be. That's what I want through my stories that I share in my artwork. I want people to say, you know what, even though this person I'm listening to is different from me, I could totally still relate to what they're talking about. And that is how we will heal the world. <laughs> I I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been so fun to have this conversation. So as people have l- listened to you and they're like, oh my goodness, I need to be friends with Stephanie. Where can they find you? How can they learn more from you? Um, how can they even pay you if they want to work with you? You can just reach out to me through my website at missgram.com. Um, I do have an email list, uh, that is available on my website as well. You can sign up for that. You can also just DM me on Instagram and on my, in on my email list, I do have, because as an artist, I also do collect art. And so I do have a freebie on my own, um, art collecting tips of how I, uh, see, my suggestions of how you can get started with building in our collection. If you don't already, it's always nice to have your home with like personal things that you've found and that like really speak to you. So I talk about that in my list on that freebie. And so, yeah, so you can just either go to my website, missgram.com, or you could find me on Instagram at Stephanie Graham and just send me a DM and uh, we'll just take it from there, whether we're working together or I'm sending you, adding you to my list, or you want to talk about housewives, whatever, I am there. 
<laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. I will drop all those links in the show notes. Are you ready to be a dreamer and a doer? An individual strategy session may be your next step. Click the link in the show notes and together we will build your 90-day strategic roadmap to grow a profitable business based on your natural strengths. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. If you enjoyed this episode, please share on your favorite social media platform. And until next time, dream loudly.